Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, it's really incredible. Before he was dead, he was alive, but he was old. And before he was old, he was young. Yeah. Billy Joe Shaver, he wasn't always an, an old guy, and he wasn't always dead. You know? Mm, that's amazing. I know. So he started out as a, as a youth. Yeah, as an alive person. Yeah, and then he got older, grew up, and then he died. That's correct, yeah. Uh, okay, so now that we can expect possibly the same thing to happen to some bus. I met him once, and he had, uh, what was it, scabies or something? He had some weird condition. <laughs> scabies? Yeah, what, what is it, the thing where uh, you don't get enough orange juice? or I don't know, he was in a lot of pain. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> and I remember thinking, that's a... And he's a great singer. He did a great job performing for us. But I remember thinking, could have eh, been, been scurvy, something like that. Yeah, yeah, well, you don't know, so it doesn't matter. One of the, I don't know. I never had it. I never. You learn about this stuff as you get older. You're like, ah, oh, I heard about hemorrhoids, but what are they? And then one of your friend gets hemorrhoids, and you're like, oh, that's what it is. You ain't never had one. I never had a hemorrhoid, have you? Well, you got something to look forward to. Something to look forward to. You betcha. Oh boy. Well, I. That's why I learned uh, a valuable lesson about. When it's time to go and and when it ain't. Oh, by the way, go texting day. Happy go texting. Uh, uh, yeehaw, rodeo time, all that. Yeah, yeehaw to you too. We're celebrating by going to Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Well, just just for you know, <laughs> just for a, a minute, just for a minute or two, right? Uh, what was it talking about? Well, we were talking about oh, go texting day. Hemorrhoids, hemorrhoids, uh, right? Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. That's a fun conversation first thing in the morning. We had some outage issues early this morning, Billy, and we think we know why. We think it might have had something to do with AT&T. Oh, yeah. AT&T has acknowledged a widespread network outage. The first thing they want you to know, it was certainly not any kind of uh, uh, cyber attack or uh, uh, magnetic pulse or anything. So right there, I mean, if you just judge this, you know, base that on uh, the experience we've had dealing with businesses and and the government when they tell you what it wasn't right off right that's usually what it was the feds are now involved they're investigating because at&t provided no official reason for the outage and we're very frustrated because we started the show today with technical issues there's no indication the outage is a result of a cyber attack as billy Ed just explained and while we don't know the answer we, we we do feel like we got it fixed pretty quickly and we made this song the person you are calling cannot accept calls at this time. We're sorry for any inconvenience this may cause. Communication breakdown. AT&T. I couldn't text my girlfriend, so she broke up with me. It sucks. I know what you're thinking. 
No, I bet you don't. Couldn't you guys just fix the issue and not come up with a song, a wacky... Mm, yeah, some people just can't help themselves, you know? Wacky morning radio. We're so wacky. Mm-hmm. Hee-haw. Yeah, that's how it goes. Don't forget to honk your clown horn. I do wonder if these phones work. 866-I-LOVE-WJ. You know, it's Friday. It's probably not... A, if you want to call the show, as John would say, I wouldn't recommend it, but you can. People still do. 866-I-LOVE-WJ. Questions, concerns, complaints, comments, requests... You know, uh, whatever it may be, you want to get in a non sequitur, maybe you read a limerick on the wall of a bathroom and you'd like to share with our listeners. All good, but no fact-checking, okay? No. We're going to go along with the whole Biden plan. Uh, You need to stop fact-checking us. If if Kenny says something that's wildly and ridiculously wrong, let it slide. It's probably a pretty good chance I was just messing around anyway. Most of the fact-checks are just people that didn't get the joke. Most of the time. And I don't know what to do about that. We can't help you with that, you know. MSNBC's got a little gal works over there named Claire McCaskill. I don't know if you're familiar with her. Uh-huh. She's kind of a grandma-looking lady. Uh, she is demanded now, as of yesterday, uh, that the media stop fact-checking President Biden. Right. Because, yeah. because they, they're not fact-checking President Trump. Well, isn't that really elder abuse if you fact check Joe Biden? It, it really is. Right, exactly. Now, now do you uh, do you see the media letting Trump slide on anything? They what? they not only fact check him about the lies he might tell, but they also tell their own lies about him, and nobody fact checks the fact checkers. Well, according to the Washington Examiner uh study they just did 89 percent of trump coverage is negative and mm-hmm. it's probably only going to get worse but this idea that the biden administration is hostile towards the media this is goes beyond joe it goes to kamala too yesterday during a q a session kamala was uninterested in answering questions that weren't from pre-selected reporters <laughs> so instead she would have her handlers remove them from the room soviet style here's a little bit of what that might have sounded like we look forward to continuing the conversation but this does conclude our press uh, portion of the dialogue so we'll ask the press to leave the room and we'll continue the Oh, oh, they're being removed. He's not supposed to be uh, asking questions. Did you see that? They're walking him out. They just, they... Man, thanks so much. Let's head out. Yep. Yeah. Everybody needs to get up and go. And then, so they push them all out of the room, and then a handful of reporters are allowed to stay from places like MSNBC or you know, friendly. Probably Claire McCaskill is one of them. Who knows? Oh yeah. Wait, she just got fired from CBS. Didn't she's, she? She's working at MSNBC. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of somebody else. Um, Catherine Herridge. Sorry about that. that I got sounds exactly like the same person. No, no. It? Yeah, it's early. You're right. That's fair. Uh, well, okay. It's probably a good a time as any to tell you about this. CBS has seized confidential files from the recently fired reporter, Catherine Herridge. She was pursuing the Hunter Biden laptop story. A very unprecedented move, according to this report in the Post today. Her firing had stunned coworkers, but the network's decision to hold on to her personal materials along with her work and her laptop, where she had other confidential information, has a lot of staffers shaken because some of her sources were anonymous and she didn't want to share that stuff. And remember, this is an investigation of people on the highest level of government. I mean, these these people do have people murdered. Mm-hmm. So this is more than just... Uh, violation of her personal privacy this could jeopardize somebody's you know some whistleblower's safety or their families do they care no no they do oh speaking of reporting by the way it's officially 
but now uh, Russia collusion hoax 2.0. Oh, we're back to that again. Huh? They, they can't let it go. The Democrats realize that their voters, at least, and they don't want to lose their They might not get any Trump voters to swing over, but they don't want to lose any going his way. No, you wouldn't so want to. No. they've realized in the past four years, you know what worked best? What's that? Russia collusion. Oh, well, people eat that up in America. The dumbasses that aren't keeping up with what's going on, except whatever the little talking head on the network tells them, they'll still buy the whole Russian collusion hoax. Because they heard about it four or five years ago, and nobody ever told them that it wasn't true. I feel like at this point, the Russian collusion stuff isn't going to work on the average voter. It's kind of like wearing bell-bottoms mm, the in the, the average mid-80s. average voter... See, you're used to dealing with the average Walton Johnson listener. Our listeners know stuff. And some of that's our, you know, our doings, and some of it's because they go out and they want to know more. I don't know. Here. Democrat voters, they generally don't want to know anymore. At the end of Trump in the White House, Dave Chappelle hosted Saturday Night Live. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. And he came out and he talked about how embarrassing it was that the Democrats tried to use Russia as an excuse. I don't remember if this is the exact soundbite. Maybe it is. And then he said... No, that's not the soundbite. It's somewhere on this computer. But anyway, the point is, uh, Chappelle made fun of this back in 2020, that the Russian collusion thing after COVID seemed silly. Mm -hmm. And the NBC audience seemed to agree with him. But, I mean, people have a short attention span, to your point, so maybe... uh, The average voters... Ignorant son of a gun, I'll tell you that for sure. Boy, they sure are. And I guess if what you give like, them free crap, they'll vote for you. The McCaskill lady I was just talking about. She comes out and she says, you know, that they don't fact-check Trump. Why are they fact-checking Biden? Well, they, they've been fact-checking Trump since before he was president. And any chance they get to jump up and down on the slightest little mistake, well, they pounce on it. And then, of course, they ignore all the stupid unintelligible stuff that Mumbles says over and over again. Uh, Mumbles is uh, Biden, by the way. You can see Mumbles or something like that. Uh, so, but if you if you put it in the news, sure, about half the people that are seeing this, maybe more, are going to go, yeah, yeah, why don't they do that? Because Trump's lying every day, all day long, and Biden is doing nothing but swell stuff. Why don't they leave him alone? Oh, yeah, no, he's the best. Uh, You know, the irony is if you travel around the world, which I'm fortunate enough to have a chance to do um, several times a year, you know what the rest of the world sees right now? They see America with the strongest economy. They see America with the most advanced technology. Uh, America's universities still the brightest light on the horizon in terms of academics and research. They see American companies still exceeding in terms of their global reach. But you know what they really look down their nose at? They look down their nose at Donald Trump being the leader. I mean, what they everyone says to you when you travel, well, you wouldn't elect him again, would you? Um, hasn't the country learned? You wouldn't ever give this guy power again, would you? Tell us that. Stop right there, Claire. I love how they get in these echo chambers and then mm-hmm. they just think that reflects the whole. You know that Benjamin Netanyahu is a right wing populist. He's in charge of Israel. You know that Modi is a right wing populist. He's in charge of India. Do you think the people that elected them 
hate Trump and laugh at us for electing a guy with similar policy. Uh, down in South America, Javier Milley, you know, you know what he is? He just got elected. He is a right-wing populist. Do you think yep. that they compare him to Trump all the time? Do you, and everybody in South America wants him to be their leader now. Do you think that they judge America for having Trump as its president? No, they think Joe Biden is uh, in a, a disgrace yeah. and well, an embarrassment. You, you wouldn't re-elect him again, would you? You, you learned your lesson, didn't you? Yeah. No, of course they didn't. But I still say if I can nominate anyone for 2024, it's going to be sweet meteor of death. If if that meteorite could just come down and hit the earth right now. And we've had several misses. Yeah. Not, not even close calls where at least you get to see it and wave at it as it goes by. You know, most of the stuff that comes hurtling through space towards earth misses us by at least the distance of the moon and more yeah how disappointing you yeah, know it's not even close well cross your fingers you know. today is friday friday what time morning the best way to start this weekend start this weekend bam coffee coffee wakes you up in the morning walton and johnson radio network uh, whoa 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 whoa, 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 whoa. we're not gonna kill everybody that's just put them in a camp Maybe concentrate them in one area, and then, uh, you know, they'll just fall off left and right yeah. like old fruit. Right. Concentrate together all the white people and put them in a camp, whatever See? whatever you would call that. I don't know what that would be called, but <laughs> that's what we'll do with them, and that'll solve that problem. Do you know what Trump is guilty of that he has to pay $450 million for? No, and nobody else does either. I've read this story, and the story was about something else, but they do say, here's what he did. The Trump Organization has been found guilty in New York City okay. of inflating the property values of the property that Trump owns to try to get a better rate on a loan. Yeah, I've heard that. Now, this is as bad as heinous a crime. Now, there's pedophiles out there every day doing some stuff. There's people just open fire in a, a crowded street, but Trump allegedly overinflated the value of his giant skyscrapers to secure better loan terms. Now, balance that on your scale of justice okay. with this. The, the people up there in New York, this is the governor of New York talking. She says, it's extraordinary under circumstances that the law-abiding, rule-following New Yorkers who are uh, business people have nothing to worry about because they're very different from Trump and his behavior. By and large, most business owners are honest people and they're not trying to hide their assets the way Trump was. Now, here's the balance problem I got. They're saying he overinflated the value and that he's trying to hide assets. How is both of those things possible at the same time? They, yeah, they claim that he underinflated the value of his assets on his taxes and overinflated them when he was doing his loans. Question. You know, when you get a loan for anything, much less a giant skyscraper, right. they usually want to see your taxes. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, they want to look at your... And remember, the banks that gave him these loans... They're not the ones complaining. There is a. They were paid back, and they even said we're fine with him getting the loan. Yeah. We don't, so who's the money for? If the money is supposed to be a punishment, you would assume yeah. hundreds of millions of dollars are going to the victim. Who's Who the Who's the victim? the victim? Where's, Where's the, the victim? Shouldn't they been in court? 
Shouldn't they have their own lawyers up there in court? I suffered because Trump said that building was worth more than it is. That's why this thing doesn't make any it sense. It makes no sense other than the fact that it is just all politically motivated and even semi-intelligent people get that. Right. Now, have you noticed that the guy... The judge, Judge Angeron, Judge Arthur Angeron, looks an awful lot like the creepy guy from the movie Silence of the Lambs. Well, now that you mention it, uh, yeah, the one that uh, tucked the candy and did the dance in front of the mirror. If you don't believe me, I posted a photo of this to my Twitter account. I'm Kenny Webster, by the way, co-host and executive producer of The Biggest Morning Show in America. And if you look at my Twitter account... There's two photos of them side by side. The creepy photo he posted online of himself trying to look handsome. And then a picture of, what's the guy's name? Buffalo Bob? Yeah, I think so. Not Buffalo Bill. Buffalo Bob. Bill Bob. uh, Anyway, that creepy guy. And and the guy with the little dog. It puts the lotion in the basket or else it gets the hose again. Mm -hmm. Dude, that's the guy. They're identical. They look exactly alike. What's that word again? Phygeneonomy? What was that? Uh, that, that, that he looks like he's a Are bad guy. Are you having a stroke? And he is a bad guy. What is it there, Joe? No, no, no. Hang on a second. This, this is a new word to me. I just learned it this week. Hold on. Physiognomy. Physiognomy. That's the yeah, word I'm looking. I wouldn't. For. I wouldn't start throwing that around a lot. No, no, no. I, uh, I'm, I'm willing to admit that I have an average intelligence. I had average grades at school. I don't claim to be the smartest guy out there. So if I could sniff out BS. That tells you something. Everybody else should know, too. And that word? Physiognomy. Physiognomy it means when somebody looks weird and they are weird. That guy looks weird. And he's weird. And he's creepy. He looks like the villain in a sci-fi mm-hmm. film. By the way, it, it, it's kind of slipped through in the conversation. Uh, the reason Kathy Hochul, the governor of New York State, sure. is... Um, Saying all this stuff about Trump and the trial and all the terrible things he did and the people that he hurt. She's scrambling now to try to figure out a way to get businesses and people to stay in New York. Remember, people were already leaving New York. Then they go out and attack one of the biggest names in in New York, commercial real estate, business in general. And they're going to say, well, you know what we should do? We should just take all your real estate holdings away from you. They they won't give him a, a month to put the money together yeah, to maybe, yeah, yeah, I don't know, between 350 and $450 million. He might need a week or two to, you know, maybe get that all balled up in one account so he can write you a check. Um, but they just decided, no, you can't have the time. You need to do it now or we'll just come take your stuff. A hundred percent. Does so, that look good to other businesses in New York that were thinking maybe we should move while we still have our stuff? No, and prominent investors are now getting out of New York. They, Kevin O'Leary, Mr. Wonderful on Shark Tank, has spoken out against this. He's not some textbook ideologue, right-wing conservative Republican. He's just a businessman. And he went and spoke to the media this week and said, this is a bad look for New York. New York is supposed to have one of the most fair their 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 justice system for the business world is supposed to be the most fair on earth the <laughs> the best place wall street is sure. supposed to be a place where you can go set up a business that's what they claim that's for years they've made this argument that no 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 on wall street you'll get a fair shake you don't have to worry and obviously that's not true but we never knew it was this bad Mm-mm. i mean we knew it was bad 
But this is a whole new level of Soviet-style politics, the likes of which really makes you think, no wonder people are running as fast as they can from New York. And they're running from California. And what do those two states have in common? Well, well, Democrat governors. Yeah, among other things. Among other things. Sanctuary. Illegal immigrants. Mm, Sure. Oh, the whole idea of the uh, defund the police, uh, let the immigrants run over. Give a wealth. I'll tell you what, nothing's going to slam that door shut at the border like letting all the uh, illegals know that when they get here, they're going to get $10,000 in free money. So you go to New York. Yeah. you, You could be prosecuted for having vaguely conservative beliefs. While you walk through a street covered in feces and hypodermic needles, past an empty jail because they let all the criminals go. Well, you got to make room for Trump sure, and you, his family. There's there's plenty of empty spaces for your business to move into, but you can't afford it because property tax is too high. It's through the roof. It's absolutely absurd. Business regulations are so ridiculous, you can barely afford to do business because it feels like you're stepping over glass just to figure out how to follow the rules in town. And, and then they'll change the rules on you. Right. If they feel like it. And they wonder why people are moving to Texas and Florida. Sylvester Stallone, the latest uh, to, uh, and, and, you know, celebrities do this. Regular people don't announce it. They just pick pack a U-Haul and go. Sure. But Stallone has made the announcement. I guess he's got some TV show with his daughters. I don't look at it. Me neither. Um, the, he he uh, and uh, whoever he's married to there is, uh, they're, they're leaving California already got him a place picked out in Florida, and they're they're heading that way. Is the show called Tulsa King, or is it something else? No, it's like a regular show with just him and his real family. I guess that's a, a reality thing or something. He should move to Oklahoma, you he know? He really should. They like him there. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. He could walk around with his thick Italian accent and try to talk to the rednecks and stuff. And, you know, the dichotomy between him and them would create for some funny scenarios. Huh. Never yeah. thought of it that way. Exactly. I'm ready for the weekend. It's going to be a banging party. Yeah, there's a lot of drinking involved. Are you drunk? Of course I am. It's a party. Party, 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 party! Walton and Johnson Radio Network. Attorney General Ken Paxton of the state of Texas yesterday pressing charges uh, against a group of activists masquerading as educators who went out and basically told public school employees to vote for Republican or to vote for Democrats, not Republicans. Uh-huh. And this is illegal. It's called electioneering. They're using taxpayer-funded resources to stump for specific candidates during an election. It's against the law. And I might so, re- well, going to happen to them? Well, I'm, I mean, it's against the law, but yes. what, are, what are they going to do to them? Yes, yeah, something will happen. The Attorney General Ken Paxton is suing them. <laughs> It is just a bunch of talk. It's a bunch of paperwork being passed back and forth to lawyers. But in the meantime, they're just going to keep doing what they're doing. I understand your pessimism here. But Have this- you seen criminals get away with worse? All the, all the time. Fortunately, in the state of Texas, we do have a conservative attorney general and a conservative state Supreme Court. If they see this case, these people at Destin ISD are going to lose. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have to. They bro- mm-hmm. This is clearly against the law. That's a... Uh- Let's wait and see who loses before we start telling you, you know, all the trouble they're in. I get it. My, my, I'm pessimistic too, Billy Ed, but we have to at least hope that the elected officials we put in charge are going to do their job. Mm-hmm. This this cannot be, man. A, a majority of people in the state of Texas want school choice, just as they have it now in a lot of other states. And there are unions and, like I said, activists masquerading as educators trying to brainwash your kids. 
They line them up based on skin color. They tell them they're not little boys or little girls. Mm -hmm. They tell them they can use any bathroom they want. You remember these crazy stories about litter boxes in public schools, and then a report came out and said that wasn't true, and then another report came out and said the report that said it wasn't they true was... They video. Was what wasn't we true. We saw video of the, the things they were reporting in the classroom. Good morning, boys. Happy weekend. Hey, good morning to you, too, Mr. Kenneth. Uh, did you ever take a dump in a litter box at a public school? I'm not going to even bother responding to that. In the meantime, I have to tell you... While we're getting it wrong, Venezuela and other South American countries uh, are getting it right. Venezuela has uh, lived up to their promise to stop accepting flights of migrants from the U.S., returning them to their homeland of Venezuela. Well, then what happens when they get off the plane? They're just they, put back on a plane? They're, they're told, don't come. Don't even send them here. There's been a surge of uh, illegal uh, migration. I don't know if you've noticed or not. Last, I don't know, three years or so. And apparently we have uh, about half the population of Venezuela here in America now. Uh, some of them being held at the border still. And some of them are just going about their daily American life now. Uh, and when the United States says, you know, you guys can't stay. Uh, we got to send you back home. Back home says, nope. I don't care where you send them, but don't send them here. We're not taking them. Huh. I don't know if they just don't let the plane land. If it does land, maybe they don't let them get off. Uh, but just don't bother. See, I would assume that in Venezuela, it's so broken in third world that when you land there, it's not like they have the resources to have officials put you back on the plane and send you where you came no, from. No, but you think they're landing on a dirt strip out in the middle of a jungle somewhere, and they just get off and run off into the trees, but apparently they have cities. All right. And, and concrete and, and runways and, uh, you know, parking lots and everything. All right, now hear me out. What if instead of sending them to Venezuela, we send them to Ethiopia or Somalia or something like that? You know who's looking for people? Who's that? Ukraine. That's right. Ukraine's in the news today. Now, this was... Not part of the original plan. You know, Biden's got a, a perfectly uh, sound and uh, fail-proof plan of helping Ukraine. Just give them all our money and some weapons. But not our fighting men and women. Mm. Now Ukraine has just come out today and said, you know what we really need? What do we really need? We need some fighting men and women. Oh. Mainly men, you know, because uh, that's still, you know, military stuff. But, uh, yeah, Ukraine's... Uh, Ukraine's looking for some 18 to, say, 35-year-old males. And guess what? We've had about 7 million of them just cross our border in the last few years. Why don't they help Ukraine out? Right. It sounds a little bit like what they're trying to do is get us to send our troops over there to fight for them. Well, of course they are. And I just noticed that we're really low on troops right now. They we're low on lots of stuff, thanks to... To Ukraine. The military recruitment in this country is abysmal, and yeah, Ukraine didn't help, but I got to think the trans stuff and the vaccine stuff, that probably also has a lot to do with it. Mm -hmm. There are families in this country, multiple generations of military men, Marines, Army, Navy, you know what the military entails. And I think I do. Generation after generation, multiple wars, going back over a century. Grandpa went, dad went, son went. All because great-great-grandpa went, right? Mm -hmm. And now, because of this administration, 
a lot of these families, I don't mean a few, I don't mean hundreds, I'm talking about literally thousands of families out there, multiple generations of military families have decided to break the tradition because they don't agree with this administration. Yep. The reason I know that is because I'm close friends with a guy in Louisiana named Colonel Rob Manus. He's been on my show many times. Ran for Senate many years ago. You remember Rob? Uh, sure do. Rob has been on my afternoon show here in Houston, and he's talked about this before, that at the end of the day, if you don't like the guy in charge of the Oval Office, you're probably not going to send your son to go fight for his war in a place like Ukraine or Yemen or so many other countries where people don't even realize we're occupying right now. War is going to get worse. It's going to keep getting worse. And it's not going to slow down anytime soon, even with a new administration. And the economy is probably going to crash soon. I'm sorry to be the... Bear, well, you're bearer just Mr. Of bad uh, news. Mr. Good Friday Morning News here, aren't you, son? What I'm the truth teller. Yeah, war, pestilence, famine, plague. Don't forget about rape. And oh uh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, and and uh, child rape. Don't forget that. Plenty of that going on at the border, but for some reason they choose to keep it open and keep the human trafficking happening. Isn't it great? The president of the United States will come on and say uh, the border is secure. Then he'll come back on and say, well, the reason it's not secure. It's because of Trump. Huh. And then they'll tell you the border's secure again, and they're doing everything they can, everything in their power. There's just nothing left. If if Congress would just give uh, Biden more power, then he would do more to close that border and keep it under control. And then, uh, right after that, he comes out and tells you, well, I don't need their power. I'll just declare executive privilege and have some executive documents written up. And I'll But he can't. He just said he can't. And then, no, uh, and after they tell you they don't want anybody coming to that border anymore, then they put it out in the worldwide news on CNN, among other places, that now uh, they're giving, you know, welfare to the illegal immigrants. They're taking better care of illegal immigrants than they are Americans, military veterans, old people, the the you know, mentally disabled, sure, yeah. homeless types. The very people that probably deserve the welfare. Not going to get it. And if anybody out there wonders, well, how is it that the administration in charge of the government has switched their narrative so quickly, but all their little lackeys haven't switched the narrative yet either? They're suddenly going to pretend to be hawkish on the border right up until the election, and then they're going to open it up into the biggest, most porous, widest open, gapingest hole of a border you've ever seen. Ooh. What a hole. But how is it that all the little people under Biden haven't gotten the memo yet? I don't get a, it. A quick reminder. The government moves at the speed of Glacier, right? Just because he's doing something doesn't mean the rest of them are going to switch right away. They're, mm -hmm. they're going to keep doing the same thing they were already doing. Maybe as they get closer to the election, they'll start to kind of pretend to be hawkish on the border. But then as soon as if they if they win again, right back to where we started, if not worse. That's where it's going to be. Lucky us. This makes Jim Crow look like Jim Eagle. Walton and Johnson. People here today, like guys I see, Bill Bradley and Jim Sasser, who long left the Senate for greener pastures. And I hope better remuneration. We used to kid about that too, but... This is audio from... I, uh, I know it's old, because he's actually starting... He he, he's kind of making he sense. This is from 14 years ago. Uh-huh. 
This is Joe Biden giving a eulogy for a guy named Robert Byrd. Robert Byrd is a Democrat. He was once a lawmaker when he was alive. He was a segregationist, and most notably, he's the former Ku Klux Klan exalted Cyclops leader. <laughs> the Grand Cyclops. I love it. And Joe Biden gave his eulogy. Joe Biden gave the eulogy for the exalted Cyclops Whoa. of the Ku Klux Klan. He may not have been the only one. Uh, the Clintons were real tight with this old, old bird, too. Sure. Yeah. Oh, they uh, they loved him some KKK. Doesn't that matter? I mean, that's... The Democrats created it. They they started it. So why wouldn't they? Shouldn't that be the kiss of death there for your yeah, campaign? Well, no, it would have been if it had been a Republican doing something like that. But well, yeah, you know how Republicans are. They're mostly just colluding with Russia. Yeah. Democrats just colluding with the Klan. Yeah, that's true. Well, speaking of the controversy surrounding white racism, I got to bring up what just took place here. With Google's Gemini director, Gemini AI debuted this week. The new Google-sponsored image-generating artificial intelligence algorithm. This was all over the, the national nightly news. Everybody, it, you know, even the liberal-leaning media uh, was still pretty shocked at some of the... You know, images that Google came up or, or AI came up with. Yeah, apparent bias against white people, but just general all around wokeness. Like someone asked it to make images of people in India, and some of the images are Native Americans. Mm -hmm. You it know. don't know the difference, huh? I mean, come on, it's so woke. People have the receipts to prove it. Now, this guy that created the software, Jack Kroizewick, is that his name? Kroizewick? It doesn't matter what his name is, you'll never meet him. That's. Right. He created the software and then apologized, and now people are going back and looking at his old tweets. And they are fun. Here's one from 2018. White privilege is effing real. Don't be an a-hole and act guilty about it. Do your part in recognizing bias at all levels of egregiousness. And then he goes on to say, it's been four hours and it still feels like today's inauguration speech. This is from... Uh, 2020 will go down as one of the greatest ever. He's talking about Joe Biden, 2021. Uh -huh. I get it. A acknowledging systemic racism, reiterating the American ideal is the dream of the world. Go Joe Biden. <laughs> this is America where racism is the number one value our populace seeks. The guy's smart enough to create artificial intelligence, and he doesn't know that Democrats were the ones that, well, they, they were pushing, well, they wanted to keep slavery around way back in the day. Then they fought civil rights. They, Jim Crow, KKK, all that. Democrats. And he doesn't know that? Yeah, here's an interesting That's one. Sad. Another One of his friends used the word Jesus in a sentence, and he replied to it and said, Nah, Jesus only cares about white kids. Y'all, I don't know why I need to bring this up over and over uh, and over you're not again. You're sing that song, are you? What's that? You don't know about the... Jesus loves the little children, all the children of the world. What? Red and yellow, black and white. That's the song we sing. As a kid, you'd sing a song where you said yellow and red? You've never heard that song, Kenny? Never heard it, no. Thought you were a Christian boy. Catholic. We don't sing. Oh, that's right. Y'all don't have fun in your churches. No, no, no. It's uh, But for the record, Jesus was not a white guy. And he wasn't black either. I'm not trying to make that weird argument. And he definitely wasn't Korean. Jesus was Middle Eastern, y'all. <laughs> yeah, y'all. I don't know why that's so controversial. It's Isn't that obvious? I, of all the strange arguments we have about theology, deciding what color Jesus was, I could never wrap my mind around that. Well, these days, that's the most important thing. We have to know 
before a trial, uh, before you, you are allowed in college, before you get a job or chosen for a team in sports. You, we we got to know what color. I mean, that's that's the thing, right? Wouldn't it be weird if he was blonde-haired and blue-eyed or black, considering he came from a place where people are neither of those colors? Yeah, that would be kind of weird. Yeah. Anyway, I will say this, though. They were talking, uh, of all the things people were making fun of Google Gemini AI for, one of the things it got criticized for was creating black cowboys. Y'all know there were definitely black cowboys, right? Mm -hmm. There were a lot of black cowboys. That's what I hear. After slavery ended. They're called buffalo soldiers. That's right. Yeah, you all got that. A lot of black men from the South didn't know what to do, so they went out West and became cowboys. And probably, what was it, ate, ate gay pudding or something like that? Is that? They did what? Yeah, that's what, uh, there was an episode of South Park, a bunch of gay oh. cowboys eating pudding. Yeah, mm, that's not real world, Kenny. No, no, no. Yeah, so, no, it's not not part of the real world. It's, South Park is real, I'm sure yeah, of it. I'm sure you are, are aware that it's it's not. I guarantee South Park is real. I'm glad you brought up Korea, though, a while ago when you was talking about how Jesus hates the Koreans or something. I don't know what you said. No, 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 no. no. If you go in a Korean church, they have a Jesus crucifix that looks like he's Korean. Korean Jesus. Yeah, well, he he whatever anybody ever wants him to be. Sure, right. Uh, But since you brought up Korea, it reminded me, uh, I've got the sports report uh, coming up for you here in just a second. Oh, is Lil' Kim going to play basketball or something like Uh, that? Wasn't it his dad that uh, played golf and scored a 19 yeah, That's I, better than Tiger Woods ever did. I thought he scored a 17 on an 18-hole course. <laughs> You're smug and crude, and you use people's lives to get a cheap laugh. We don't do that here on my show, okay? Walton & Johnson Radio Network. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.